The one thing I will say, man, I don't understand how like teenagers are nowadays. It's confusing <laughs> to me. Everybody, my name is Wesley Anthony Clerche, and I am one of your hosts. We are at episode three for Two Dudes Talking Shit. And I'm Jim, and I'm your other host for uh, Two Guys Talking Shit. I don't know what. Are you doing a different podcast? Are you doing a podcast behind my back? Absolutely not. I would never. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> it's okay. I, you know. Hey, you, live live your life, dude. Live your life. But I, th- I think two dudes talking shit would probably compete with two guys talking shit. I don't know. Oh, 100% agree. But um, <laughs> I believe we are hands down the best guys to be talking shit. Oh, let's be honest. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's nobody that even comes close. What, what are you talking about? It's not oh, even a no, contest. No, not even a been, contest. Man? I'm good. How about yourself? Ah, oh, man. I got a lot of stuff I want to tell you. <laughs> oh, all oh, right. Man. Well, let's dig in then. What's going on, dude? You know, it's been uh, it's been interesting. Uh, it's been an interesting two weeks. The one thing I will say, man, I don't understand how like teenagers are nowadays. It's confusing <laughs> to me. Look, <laughs> I. This is gonna sound real old manish, and I'm and I'm I'm still say, are young. You, are you right? picking them off your lawn or something? Um, it feels like it. It really does. Because I'm thinking back to myself: Was I like this? I mean, look, people. I and the answer to, to that people, question is yes, you were. <laughs> you know what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> Go ahead and finish your. I story. should call. My, I should call my mother and apologize. <laughs> Hey, to all of you out there shaking your head yes to this, call them. Apologize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before it's too late. Before you can't. Literally. Oh yeah. my gosh. You know. So it's what just... happened? So what's up? Why is why so, is this? I teach. I teach. You know, music and theater to 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 kids, especially kids who look like me, because they may not have that necessary. They may not have that experience, or they may not yeah. see someone who ever looks like them doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. We've talked at about representation. Level. Yeah, we've talked about representation a lot on this show, and I think that it's it's, it's huge to have a an African American man teaching theater and music. That's huge. That's huge. Right. And uh, I wish I had someone like that growing up. And my God, Jim, I was psyched. It's not worth my sanity. I'm not. So this is coming from two places for me because one, I have a teenage daughter. Um, oh who's my just god! Ready to Bless turn your 17. heart. <laughs> and and the other one was is that I was a high school band director for six years. So I am I am so fascinated to know what you're experiencing. Six years? Yeah, I was a high school band director for six years. Yeah, my my degree is music education. I don't know I, how you uh, did it. Yeah, it. Um, well, you know what? It, I, I'll i say this real quick, and then I'm, I want to hear your story, so um, I don't want to interrupt it. But if it had just been me and the kids in the classroom, I never would have left. I never would have left. I okay. absolutely loved it. I loved teaching music. Um, I still love teaching music. Um, but uh, 
with a high school band director position at a larger school, you're dealing so much with administrators and parents. Um, it, it kind of sucked the joy out of it. It didn't kind of, it totally sucked the joy out of it for me, that and my ex-wife, uh, but you know, that's a fair. whole other story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. No, that's, so, and I, so what's I, going on? What's going I, on? Look, there are some, there are some kids in that class that are great and like really, really want to learn. And I, you know, we've made of a course. real connection and, and they're growing and learning and progressing. And I never look for perfection. I mean, I'm not perfect. We always give each other grace and that's paramount in anything, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's two things, just not trying. Like that is where I'm like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Not yep. trying at anything. Yeah. It's like, nah, trying's, trying's, you know, it's too much. I got to look cool. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, oh, that's the most important thing. Got to look cool, man. Who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> but if you look back, when you were 16 years old, you cared. Come on. I'll be honest, my mother wouldn't let me. <laughs> oh, well, I'll, there you go. There you go. I the 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 difference I think personally, and I'm not saying that I was a great teenager. Definitely had my own temper. <laughs> yeah. I that's besides the point. Um my mother put me in so many activities that when I got home at night, I was exhausted. Yeah. I just had no more yeah. energy to fight or like try and yeah. do anything. I was like, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm going like homework bed, you know? So yeah. she and, had, and don't you think everything. she did that one, 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 she did that because she wanted you to try everything and find out and experience all that. But did she also do that to protect you? Absolutely. Looking back at it now, yeah. absolutely. She did yeah. it 100% to protect me and I'm grateful for it. Like I'm incredibly thankful absolutely. for it. I've got a great life and career now that I never would have thought that I would be in or even had the opportunity to do if I you know, hadn't tried it. A lot of the yeah. things, you know, yeah. is that I tried, I didn't know what musicals were. I didn't know what theater was. And my mom was like, try it. That, and that yeah. was it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's going on? So, so they're not trying, they're just putting no effort. Into no it. effort, no, like yeah. no effort whatsoever. Yeah. And, and honestly, additionally, the biggest thing is I don't mind fighting for a good reason right i i don't mind i don't mind that that doesn't bother me yeah it's fighting for no reason that where i'm like why are we wasting our time and our potential i don't know about you jim i've been hit before it's not pleasant it's not it's not, not, a, it's not it's worth not. it i have been hit once in my life i was in middle school and, um, you know, I just avoid those situations. I would rather walk away and be called a chicken or be called whatever than start throwing punches. I just yeah. would. And I've always been that way. I've never been, um, you know, I, and I have a temper. Let me tell you. I have – I inherited that temper from my dad um, and not – I mean he's a he was a gentle, kind loving soul and i only saw his temper twice and it was never directed at me mm -hmm. um but i have once in my life lost my temper like really lost my you know see people are like i lost my temper no you didn't you got angry 
You didn't lose your temper. And I remember vividly, I was in middle school. This was actually before I got hit. Um, That's a whole other story Uh, that concerns a girl and then, you know, all that stuff. Of course. Uh, Why else would you be hit in middle school except for a girl? Teenage angst. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So anyway, I remember, um, I think I was, I think I was in eighth grade. And uh, because I was so involved in music and so involved in theater and honestly didn't care what anybody thought about what I looked like because I had friends. I didn't right. need I didn't need to impress anybody. I did. I, I you know, my parents, you know, supported everything that I did. But I was the guy. I was the kid literally that wore khakis every day. Wore polos every day and wore boat shoes without socks every day, right? That's just who I was. And I was also in band and I was in choir and I did theater and all of that stuff. So to say that the derogatory words were thrown at me are, that's an understatement. I'm sure. Right. I mean, you know, it's an understatement. And, and these two guys used to do it to me and I got so, I lost it one time. Literally, I was so tired of it. I lost it. And I stood up and I turned around and started going after them. And I am not lying Wesley, when I say that my I, my sight turned red, like it literally yeah. turned a shade of red, um, and I was going after them at so much so that the two guys that were doing it turned and ran. Yeah. So I, if 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 one of the uh, assistant principals had not been there to stop me, I I probably would have gone after. Like I he stopped. That. He saw what was going on and stopped me. But these two guys literally turned and ran, and they could have they could have beat the shit out of me. I mean, I, there's no question these two guys could have beat the shit out of me. But they saw something, and I yeah. didn't like it because I lost control. I was yeah. no longer in control, and I hated it. So you know, but that's a that's a that's a real thing. Like it's oh. it's very much a real thing where there and just like you said, there's a difference between being angry. And losing your temper. And I don't there's think a, people necessarily difference. understand that. Like yeah. when you see red, it's you, and, and, you, you know, shut off. Like, yeah. People are like, oh, no, you didn't. I'm like, no, really. Everything turned a shade of red. Everything yeah. turned a shade of red. I was not making – I'm not making that up. But um, that's a real thing. Like it's actually – I think it's called a, a, a mental psychotic break where like something yeah. happens in you, in your body. I can't remember the exact term for it to be honest. But well, I, had stu- Wesley, I had to study this. What, your degree in psychology, in psychiatry, what's wrong with you? Oh, yeah. All, all these fake degrees <laughs> I have on my – look, look, look at all my degrees. Look at the fake everybody. degrees on the wall. <laughs> Okay, well, we we interrupted. I'm not sure why anybody would want to fight either. I don't get it. No, I, I yeah. don't. I don't understand it. So, what's and happening in your class that people are like fighting? They're just fighting. <laughs> but that's the point. For no reason. There's no yeah. reason. Why. They're like, ah, oh, well, she said I was rude earlier. You are rude. That's a true statement. <laughs> it's the what truth. are you mad about? <laughs> that she told you the truth. <laughs> You are mad at the truth now? <sighs> but think about that. Think about what you just said. And think about what examples they see. You bring and I'm not talking point. at home. I'm no, talking about in social media. I'm talking about on television. I'm talking about in movies. The example that they see is that when people are confronted with the truth, they fight. Yeah. 
You're absolutely right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I mean that's what they see. And so, you know, people would rather people would be would rather be right than find the truth. Ugh. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, it does. They would but rather be asinine. right than face or figure out the truth or find the truth or whatever. Being right is more important than that. And we see it all the time. Look at politicians. We see it in politicians. We see it in athletes. You know, don't get me going on Kyrie Irving last oh, year that's, during that's, the basketball that's, season. That's I mean, a whole yes. – Yeah, exactly. But he, instead of being honest – and learning truth and dealing with truth, he decided that he was going to be right. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you know, so, and it happens all the time. I mean, look, we had a president that was all about that. <laughs> yes. Right? Don't I get mean, me we wrong. Did. Incredibly funny. Like, comical at, a, at the highest level. However... Not at the country running come. Uh, that's not something. That's exactly right. It's funny, <laughs> while he's, it's funny when he's a businessman and I don't have to deal with him and my life doesn't depend on him. Yes. Right? It's not funny when he's running the country and controls things. That's not funny to me. It's but, a very scary. Yeah. We said we would never talk about – we said we never talk about politics, which is really not true. We'll probably talk about politics uh, so a lot. That, we'll, but, we'll talk about we'll, – we'll hit all the things we're not supposed uh, to. Of course we will. Politics, but, religion. Exactly. But so, so that's what they see. And that's what they hear. People fighting for things, even if they're wrong. So why would they be any different? You're absolutely right. I think that there's there needs to be a change, though, because oh, there's not yeah. necessarily anything bad about being wrong. Oh, no. I think that there's there's a disconnect there. People and, and that it's a societal change, I think, that needs to happen. Um you're so in, so involved with your own ego that you have to be right, that you're willing to fight and die to be right when you know in your heart that you're wrong or that your yeah. or your stance can maybe be challenged. And that's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing. Or somebody if, made you vulnerable. Right. I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. I think it's important to recognize that there's room for growth. If I agreed with somebody all the time, God, it's like, why, why have – conversation you know right it's i don't, not interesting and I you're not going to grow and they're not going to grow and they're not and it's not i agree with that i agree yeah, with that and, and trust me i am really good at i'm really good at just fluff just jabbering just you know small talking my wife is terrible at it like and oh, she just really? won't she won't even yeah she won't even engage in it because of exactly what you're saying because there's no there's nothing of depth nothing of learning value nothing of value being said Right. It's uh, like, oh, okay. how are you doing? How's the wife? How's the kids? How's the she hates that. She hates that. Yeah. No, I understand. It's just there's nothing wrong with being wrong. So, so they're fighting in your class. Yeah. And they're here's just, the thing. I, fighting. Now there's security in there that separates them because legally, first off, not my not my business, not my problem. Right. <laughs> right. Like I'm right. not going to insert myself into that situation and have me get punched in the face for what? I'm yeah, okay, no, no, no. I, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Exactly. We're, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not touching this beautiful thing. No, this no, is no, money. no, 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 my money yeah. maker. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch my money maker. Uh, and secondly, it's just, I think it's also kind of how I grew up. My parents always asked me, "What did I fail at?" 
that was a very like that was a common conversation that like we had interesting yeah almost every week so failure wow. wasn't necessarily a bad thing like in our household it was more something where it's like okay you failed at something but what did you learn from it it wasn't a it was a lesson it wasn't it wasn't failure it was a lesson yeah it was always a lesson it was wow. never just so I think I have a very different understanding of what it is to be wrong. Do you know – do you realize how blessed you are to have had that? Absolutely. Do you understand Hands because down. I did not grow up with that and failure scared me to death. Letting people – because failure to me meant letting people down. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's That was failure to me and so it wasn't until – I I'm embarrassed to say recently, but that's a real recently thing. that I got it. That failure is not fail. You're not failing. You're just learning. It's just a lesson. It's just right. It exactly that. Know. And I didn't realize that until I was much older. Either like when I I heard it all the time as a kid. What did yeah. you fail at? And I'm yeah. like nothing. I was fine. Like everything was no no no. You probably failed at something. Like whatever. It could be something super simple. But yeah. understanding the idea of that failure just being normal and normalizing it very early on in my life changed my perspective as to how I interpret failure and how I interpret being wrong. So that's right. why I think apologizing comes right. easy to me because yeah. it's like, oh, well, if I'm wrong about something, yeah, I was wrong about that. If I don't believe I'm wrong, okay, I'll. if I have a hill that I want to die on, cool, no problem. Right. But if right. there's something where I'm like, nah, that was wrong. Like, that's a good opinion. That's a good perspective. That's not something that I've thought about before. Then being wrong is not an issue. It's right. a matter of, hey, you learned something. That's amazing. And that is an amazing gift, right? And that's also an amazing gift to to give, right? To give your students, hey, hey, you're not going to fail. You can't fail. There's no, there's no failing. Yeah. Right. There's all. If you, if something doesn't work, you're just learning. Yeah. What doesn't work, and so the next time you won't do that. But there is no failing, right? I, I think in a, in a music and a theater class, there's so much vulnerability that needs to happen. On both, no matter what you're doing, music yeah. or. Um, theater uh, that that's hard. It's incredibly difficult. That's like, hard. Yeah. And th it may be the, I don't, I'm not making excuses for your students that are fighting each other. I, I think violence. Oh, is no, 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 no. But, um, but you know, it may, it could also be that they're feeling very vulnerable and they can't let that happen. They have to look strong. They have to look, you know, whatever. And so that is triggering this reaction. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And there's – especially with that age group, right? So I work with like middle schoolers <laughs> and high schoolers. It's – I mean it's tough. It's a tough time like just in life in general. There's so much happening. You, First off, things are happening in your brain. You don't know why you're angry, but you're angry. Yeah. It made no sense to me as a teenager. It's like why do I feel upset? I don't know. I'm just upset. Like, God. I'm just angry. But, Right. It's like, and you don't know how to manage those things or deal with yeah. them and learning how yeah. to cope and learning exactly what those different things are. But I, it's, I think it's very interesting to, I think it's very interesting when 
people learn that discussion is far more beneficial than the need to feed your ego. Like it's way more beneficial. You get more done, like you're more productive and you learn more information. And I'm a firm believer. It's like, well, if I learn everything that I possibly can in the world, then life would be boring. Oh, terribly. Like, I don't want that. No, I want my life to be interesting. And if I die, this is my vision of, of, of death. I don't know if I've ever told you this before or if I've shared this on the on the pod or anything. But you haven't. When, I, when I die, I want my life to be played back like a movie. And I want to watch it. Of and course. I want to experience all the emotions I can. I want to laugh. I want to cry. I want to, I want to have those hearty laughs that come from like real oh. demons. Oh, yeah. 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 I want all of that. So I think me falling in love with this idea of learning and always trying to learn something, I think that just needs to be incorporated more. And I don't know if that opportunity presents itself. Failure yeah, is never a, tough a bad one, thing. Right? It's just a, it's just a yeah. lesson it's a in disguise. One. It's a tough one. And, and you don't know what's happening at home. You have no idea what's happening at home and what they're exactly. dealing with at home. Um, you know, if they're dealing with any, anything, I mean, they may get home and nobody's home. Right. Because they have to be out working because God forbid we pay people a living wage, you know, for the work that they're that's doing. Accurate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you know, so um, that's so fascinating, though, that you're experiencing that. And God bless you for dealing with middle school students. God well, bless you. I it's hate interesting. them. I hate them. I hate them. They hate themselves. I hate them. <laughs> And they do. They hate themselves. I hate them. And, you know, the irony is, is that my wife loves them. Really? Loves. Oh, she loves them. How? Because she says it's such an influential time in their life. I, I agree. And you can have so much influence on them and see – and you also see so much growth in them. And I – you know what I see? I see brats. That are just mean. Yeah. That's what I see. And I can't – it's just – you know. and she would rather not deal with high school students. And I love high school students because in my opinion, high school students, you put up – if you put something in front of high school students, like something that they should not be able to achieve, they will achieve it. Yeah. They will raise their game to whatever level you set forth. And I experienced that as a student myself Mm -hmm. and I experienced that as a teacher. Going in and handing my band, my second band, you know, the band that was not of the not good students, a piece of music and telling them, you know, we really shouldn't be playing this. This is really this is probably too hard for us. Ah, okay. And them completely okay. rising to the occasion and playing it really well. Now, probably not as well as my top band would have played it, but it doesn't matter. They rose right? to the occasion. They rose to the occasion and they worked their asses off <clears throat> to get that. And so you know, that's a, yeah, I find that definitely more with high school students and maybe it's a bit of maturity that happens in that, in that literal change. Like maybe yeah. there's experience that happens in life, you know, that... the difference between a freshman and a sophomore is miles. Oh, yes. miles. My freshman would leave and come back the next year as sophomores. And I was like, who are you? Like, yeah. Where did you come from? Right. Yeah. You, I don't, I don't even recognize you, let alone, you know, 
all that. So, well, I think so, life sets in the idea of it sets in a little bit more because I think when you're a sophomore, what you turned 16 or around then, 15. maybe 15, 15, 15. Yeah, 15. Um, because then you're like, oh, adulthood legally is around the corner. <laughs> like, I gotta I... watch. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying in the eyes of the law, adult, that's where you are. Right. You're not an adult right. at 18. Let's oh, be realistic. No, no, no. You don't no, know no. anything. No, yeah, you're still you're you still don't know anything. Um, yeah, and I see what you're saying. I think there's just such a growth that happens physically and mentally during even from the time of the end of school year, their freshman year to the beginning of even those three months, the beginning of school year, their sophomore year. There's so much that happens in their brain and in their bodies that it they just change. They just yeah. change. They're not as they're not as spastic. I hate to use yeah. that word. They're not as hyperactive is a better mm-hmm. word, right? Um, they're not as uh, um, flighty. I say that and yeah. I'm still like the flightiest person I know, but uh, uh, I'm amazed. I, I'm amazed I make our recordings on time at all, honestly, honestly. Jim, I have trouble responding to people. I know. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I have experienced that firsthand. <laughs> I understand. I, I have learned that when I send you a text, I I don't expect an immediate response. And you'll get back to me. You'll get back to me. And if you don't, then I'll just reach out again and be like, hey, did you see the text that I sent? And honestly, let me tell you something. I appreciate it. I really do. Because I don't mean any harm or offense. Of course you don't. Of Some people don't. are like, you didn't text me back. It's like, either I forgot. Because legitimately... I forget. I have a terrible memory. Like, yeah. it's really bad. And if you opened up that text and read it, there's no way to mark it as unread. So you're yeah. so yeah, it yeah, could yeah, just yeah, totally yeah. disappear in the in the list. Yeah. So it's like that's why like all my important conversations. I just got an iPhone last year. Still learning oh, how nice. it works. All nice. of it, right? So yeah. much going yeah, yeah. on with it. Yeah. And I literally just <laughs> learned. I was like, oh, you can pin things to the top. Is that not the greatest thing ever? <laughs> oh my God, it's a game changer. <laughs> it's a complete game changer. I agree. Oh God, it's a complete love game it. changer. For those of you that don't do that in messages, hold down, just press and hold on one of your messages, and a menu will come up and it will say pin. Click the pin and see what happens. I, all my important people, and you can only pin nine people, which really I think stinks, but mm. I, you know, I mean, my my wife, my daughter, you know, I I have a I have nine up there, boy. I filled it up. But man, it really it's makes a game it, changer. It, oh god, it's so efficient. Honestly, it's so efficient. I also I, and I'll also give you another little trick, um, Wesley. And this comes from my fifty four year old self. If I get a text, if somebody texts me, and I love that you can pop up and kind of see who it is, and right, yeah. I love that little pop up. If it's something that I know I'm not going to respond to immediately, I don't open it. Mm, so the notification stays. So there. the notification stays. Like if you, no offense, Wesley, but if you, if I'm in the middle of something at work and you text me, I'm going to let it go yeah. until I come back, and then I'm going to see that I have a text from you, and I'm going to open it. Whereas if you know if I get a text from my wife, I'm obviously opening that. Mm-hmm. No, makes sense. You know, so that's just a little. That does. I think little little organizational skill that I picked up. It's something that I think I need to trick in my brain because sometimes when I see too many notifications, 
I feel overwhelmed. So, okay, here's, here's, here's my other thing. Cause I'm the same way. I can't okay. like on Instagram and on Facebook and on my email and stuff. I can't, that little red number that pops up and tells you how many things I don't have that on any of my applications. I've turned it off on all of my applications because I would get so anxiety ridden by it that I had to, I had to stop it. I, I just couldn't yeah. look at it anymore because it just freaked me out. Right. And the worst of it was like my to-do list. Oh, yeah. And it would say like, like one day you'd have 10 things to do. And the next day you had 12 things to do because it was a day that you were supposed to do something. And it just completely freaked me out. I, my anxiety level would go so high because I'd be like, how am I going to get all this done? And so I just turned that all off. Do you now, feel like, sorry, I don't mean to, that's do you okay. feel that it means that I have to look at it. It means I have to check. Right. But I would rather have that and be in control of what I'm seeing than this red number mm-hmm. screaming at me. You have things to do. Right. Do you feel that it's helped with your mental health and like anxiety taking Completely. that number away? Completely. Really? Completely. It has compl- it. Well, and I've had it this way for, for many years now. Um, and it started with Facebook because when I was on, and I'm not on Facebook very much anymore, but when I was on Facebook, I mean, anything that anybody does Always. goes into your notifications. It doesn't yeah. matter yeah. if they post a picture of their gerbil. It goes into your notifications. Wesley's yeah. posted a picture that you haven't seen, right? And it counts. And so on the inside, you only see the plus nine. Mm-hmm. But on the outside, it may be a hundred. Yeah. And I would get so freaked out by that. I would be like, oh my God. Uh. It's like, the, it's the whole FOMO. It's the whole. Yeah. It's, it's all of that. Um, and I mean, they do it on purpose, right? They want you to open the application. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's purposeful, uh, but I couldn't. I, that's where I had to, that's where I figured it out that I could, I had to turn it off because it was causing me so much anxiety. Well, I, I think actually on top of that, we're, we're adults. It affects us like in our adulthood. I can only imagine how it affects people growing up. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm an adult yet. I don't know Look, that I've, I don't know that I've gotten to that place yet. I saw a shirt when I was shopping. Uh, <laughs> last week and literally it was just a black t-shirt and on it it just said trying my best and it was like that is something I relate to I need a wardrobe of those yeah, I need a wardrobe said, of those trying my best and I was like yeah. that's real yep. I think you're right I think kids I think it affects them a lot and I think think about this is the the click culture right this is the thumbs up yeah. like culture um how damaging has – and I've seen it in my own kids. How damaging has it become that people are completely stressed out by how many likes they have? Yeah. What, where, what value is that? What, what self-value is that giving you? Because somebody may not have clicked like on it because they haven't seen it yet. That's true. It has nothing to do with you. has zero to do with you but we've been convinced or social media has tried to convince us that that's important on instagram i mean the number you know that is so important i remember listening to my daughter talking about it and i was like this is not important this is right. not important right right right, right. And, and i know that it's fun to get likes and it's fun to i get that 
Yeah. But do not put your self-worth with that number. With that number. Yeah. Don't yeah, do absolutely. it. Absolutely. Because and that's hard to teach because they see it all the time. It's just constant. Yeah. And it's, it's a, like it it has affected this. I think I truly think it has affected this generation and not in a positive way. Well, actually, there have been says the old st- man throwing kids no. off his don't don't play on my lawn. Honestly, don't. Don't play on my damn lawn. <laughs> you know how hard it is to keep that damn grass green? Get you know off how much, it. You know, that's so funny because do you know how much I don't care? I don't care. I don't care so much. I am like that. You know, there's one person in every neighborhood that's like the dandelion yard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, has yeah. all the dandelions. I am not that person, but I'm pretty close. <laughs> don't care i'm like i think it's a waste i think it's a waste of energy it's a waste of water it's a waste of resources i don't get it if 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 i thought my neighborhood would put up with it i would totally clear my yard out and make it like rocks or sand or something and i would put plants in it like i'd make it look nice yeah like i've had that before and it looks nice yeah if it's it's done properly it looks nice yeah yeah, I, in the Southwest, a lot of people don't even have grass. They just it's, have that kind of a yard. It's sand. It's super common, yeah. Yeah, you know, and well, uh, you know, and I understand why because they have no water. And why are you building in a desert? But <laughs> accurate. <laughs> besides, yeah. Besides that, sorry if I just offended everybody in the Southwest. I apologize. Southwest. I, I I apologize. It's just um, their house it's is not a that I don't like you. Yeah, it's not that I don't like you. It has nothing to do with that. Um, so I know the weather's beautiful. I get it. I get it. Uh, so yeah. So, you know, that's your kids. I back to your kid. This all has stemmed from you talking about your kids. Yeah. And look, I, I really, I really, um, there are, there are, there are those in there that really hear it and understand what it is. And it's not that, um, I can't do it. It's that. There is a line. I think every person has a line where you're like, is this worth my peace? Because you can't give peace if your cup is overflowing. If you don't have enough to like give away and it's too much, you got to take a step back. We, um, we, we call in, in my house, we call that your bucket. How full is your bucket? If your bucket's not full, you can't give anything. Yeah. Um, and who fills your bucket? Oh, yeah. What fills your bucket? It's not – it's 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 almost more about what and who fills your bucket and who's taking away from your bucket. And is it that you have given it away or that they're taking it away? Yeah. Um, I have friends that I've had to just completely stop communicating with because – they just constantly were taking away from my bucket. I love them dearly, and I still would be there for them in a heartbeat. But they were taking things away. They were taking, they were taking out of my bucket without my permission. Mm. So, yeah. So that's and also I will give you a little sage advice from a teacher, my old high school band director, <clears throat> and it holds true. Not if you have one kid in who you're teaching. One in years of teaching. I'm talking about all of your teaching. Mm-hmm. If you have one kid that goes into theater professionally, that is amazing. Right? I think 
you know, I think a lot of of band directors specifically go in thinking that their kids are going to become professional musicians. It's just not true. Yeah. If you have one that's that good, you have been so lucky, right? So blessed and to have that one student in, you know, that time and to be able to have had that influence. It's just so it it puts a different perspective on what you're teaching and how you're teaching and what what's happening right That's it true. just yeah it's it because they're just not and and you know the kids that aren't trying aren't ever going to try in that class because they're not that's not what they're interested in so so focus on the kids that that are trying bring up a valid point and um i'm not saying that the kids that aren't trying aren't important and don't right try to reach right right them. i'm just saying you can't focus you can't let them take away from the kids that are trying yeah yeah, 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 that's yeah. hard. You're right. That's, hard. That's, a, that's a difficult balance. It's hard. It's a difficult balance. Um, yeah, it's hard. I think, I think it's very. First off, thank you. That's yeah. I I I needed that. Like to 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 put my mind in the right perspective. You, you know? just have to have perspective, right? It's just yeah. perspective. It's it's not all these kids are going to Broadway. They're not. No, 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 no. And I don't think that that was in my head. I think of what course I it thought. I, I what I thought is. People are, I think people are as excited to learn as I am. And that's where it's like, I have to manage my own expectations. Right. And, and it doesn't mean that you can't be passionate. It doesn't mean that you can't love it. It doesn't mean any of that, but you can't let the kids that are not passionate and don't love it and maybe are there just because they've been told they have to be there. Right. You can't let them take away your love and passion for it or your love and passion for teaching the kids never took that away from me and there were days i wanted to kill all of them there were days i was just like excuse me i'm gonna leave the room ignore the bomb in the middle (laughs) right ignore ignore the explosion that's about to go off right that's very real everybody has those every teacher every teacher has those every teacher has those and lots of absolutely and lots of them but you can't let those days ruin why you're doing it and what you're doing. Yeah. You can't let those kids that are fighting in your class because you don't know what's happening in their life. You don't know. You know, that yeah. fight could be coming from because they haven't eaten in two days. Right? Yeah, that that could be that could come from anything. And so um, you know, you you can't it it's just perspective. It's just about it really is. And yeah. I, I think because in my in, in the classroom, I try and allow it because I'm not there the entire day, you know? Of course you're not. You yeah. know? Um, yeah. I try and allow it to be a place of vulnerability, but you're of absolutely course. right when that's not primarily what they see or hear throughout their day, throughout their life. I mean, oh. when you go up, these kids, they go when outside they walk and out of your fighting. Room. Yeah, it's yeah, over. Yeah, when they walk out of your room, that wall goes up. Yeah. It has to. It Survival. Has to. Yeah. That's right. And I get that. Like I 100% get that. Um, it's, it's, it's a difficult balance. Um, I just try and give them a little bit of peace. And I think when I see that there's all this to unpack and I tell them, it's like, Hey, Hey buddy. Like I look like you, what you're going through, like what you're living. I've like, I've lived it too. Yeah, like I get it. And I'm not actually too far away 
where you can see like, oh, well, he's like, he's what it's like, no, 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 no. I have, I tell them. Okay. That's the other thing you need to know. They all think that you're 60. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 Just know they all think you're 60. You don't have any hair. And so they all are convinced you're 60. Yeah. Oh, Um, death is around the corner. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, you know, here's maybe, and you may not try this, um, you know, maybe at the beginning of class, how long do you have, how long do you have in class? Uh, like 50 minutes, 40 minutes, yeah. about yeah. an hour, almost yeah. an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe once a week, cause you don't have time to do it every, every time or, you know, once a month or whenever you can, maybe just do a check-in with everybody. Hey, everybody, we're just going to check in. You know, I want this to be a safe space. I want you to feel comfortable in here. Um, and so let's just check in. How are you doing? Yeah. What's going on? Right. I care about you. I hear you. I care about you. And, you know, let's so that we can have a good experience here. Let's get it out. Let's let's say. And, you know, you know, your kids, you know, if those kids are going to do that or not. I don't know. Um, Mm -hmm. I just know that. uh, Without a check in, I mean, we check in all the time. You and I check in every time we talk. Absolutely. Every time we talk, we check in. And so, I mean, you have to gauge it based on who you have. Right. Of course. Uh, You know, um, but, uh, you know, that might be something, something to try. Yeah. They just Uh, need to know that you care, Wesley. They need to know that you care about them. It's not just about the theater and about the music. It's about them. No, 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 no. I, I could like, yeah, I love theater and music, but I could care less. I'd much rather they feel valued than any more so than anything that's right and you know that yeah but they need to know that yeah i think and it doesn't always come across in the way that you teach and i don't know how you teach i mean i've never been in your class i'd love to take uh, your class i bet your class is awesome but i think it's great but that's i'm sure you do (laughs) i'm sure you're awesome yeah i'm sure you're awesome i'm sure you're great um but you need to make sure that it comes across to them that you care about them, mm-hmm. right? I, I I look back, you know, there, there are some great movies about, um, you know, based on true stories about teachers that have taken underprivileged classes and raised them to be the top in the nation in whatever they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. The way that those teachers did that is because they cared about the student and they believed the student could do it. It it wasn't about I'm going to drill this in your head if you it's the last thing I do, right? right? It's that I care about you and I know you can do this and I may be the only person that believes in you. But I do. And mm. Okay. I, I mean, come on. And we're talking about extremes here, right? I mean Right, 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 right. You know, um we're not talking about uh, you know, the average everyday thing but what the point i'm trying to make is and everybody put your thumbs away put your thumbs away well you don't have to put your thumbs away i'm not on twitter anymore anyway so it doesn't matter um tweet away go for it it's going Uh, down the drain (laughs) yeah do it man it is fast fast um but uh you know that is so i think it's so important that that they know that you value them and that you care you know, hey, you, yeah. you know, I just asked, you know what, I really care about you and I would love to see you try. 
I'd love to see you try. And I am here with you. I am supporting you. I will not make fun of you. I will not belittle you. I will not do any of those things. Uh-huh. I will completely support you. I will completely be here for you. You know, and you know, the ground rule is that nobody else in the class can either. Right. That's true. There's no nobody is allowed to nobody's allowed to direct. Oh yeah, that's a big one. That's a big rule in the classroom. It's a big one, right? Yeah. Nobody's allowed to direct and nobody's allowed to make fun or belittle somebody for trying. I agree. That's another bit. I literally have like a wall I in bet the classroom you do. that just has I like you do. the rules. It's like it literally says rules of engagement. Yeah. Of course. It's like these are these are our rules. Like yeah, it's, good they're like, you. oh, you know, classroom agreements. It's like, no, 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 no. There are certain things that I just won't tolerate. Yeah, they're like, just that's not acceptable. across the board. That's just that's we're not doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? I, I think you're right. I did a little differently um, for this class, and maybe you provided like you provided a lot of good insight because I remember growing up and and always hearing. Like, no, you can't do it as a kid, especially like I come from an immigrant family. Um, Music and arts was not something that we knew anybody in. And it wasn't necessarily a career choice that was real or possible or something that, you know, could feed a family or or put a roof over your head or anything along those lines. Of course. Of course. So I understand hearing no. And um, what I did on like, I think it was the second or third day after I kind of got to like see kind of what room I was dealing with. I asked everyone what their dream was. And I went around the room. I was like, what's your dream? Like, be like, be realist. Like, what is your dream? What do you want to do? Well, it could be anything. Like, I'm no hold. You want to, you want to create time travel? Cool. Go I'm do it, boy. It. I'm with it. Yeah. Whatever you do it. Like, what's do your it dream? Do it fast. Do it fast. Cause I'm 60 right. and I want to be here when, and do it. <laughs> hey. Run it back. Y'all think, I, <laughs> y'all think I'm old. Y'all think I'm old. Let's hurry this up. <laughs> no, I'm with you. And, you know, when I told him, I said, when you say your dream, don't say it with your head down. Say it loud and proud. Right. And because all of them were like, they were so nervous to say what their dream was. Of course. And so I said my dream first. I said, I want to be. I want to sing on some of the greatest stages on the world. That was always my dream as a kid. I didn't care what it was, but that was my dream. Yeah. And I had never, never had anyone tell me, you can say it out loud and it's okay to believe it. And yeah, that was something that I was like, hey, you just got to say it. And it, wow. Wanna, you know, like I want to do like being, being an astronaut or whatever. It's like, cool. Awesome. Be an astronaut. I that's great. Do it. I'm for Do it. it. Yeah. And yeah, that's now a gift. literally every that, day if you it's give like them that's nothing else. That. Yeah. If you give them nothing else, that is a gift. That is a gift for them to be able to say what their dream is and for you to go, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's real. Like it's a very You real can thing. do that. You can do that. Yeah. And that's I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Dreams right? are you know, Don't say that, but you know what I mean? I mean, nobody's saying it's going to be easy, but the it's only possible. person stopping you from doing that is you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole other podcast, right? That's a whole other, you know, getting in, getting in our own way. 
Right. Oh yeah. I think I mean, that is we're our own harshest critic. Oh, don't even get me started. Yeah. Don't even get I me mean, started. I remember at the beginning when we talked about failure. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. That is, I, I mean, apologize. It, this wasn't the direction that I wanted to go today. This was supposed to be like, this was a great conversation. I was about to say, what, what, this it's okay. Great. <laughs> it's all right. It's all good. That's okay. I wanted to talk about George Santos, but I can wait because he's not going anywhere. Oh no 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 no! Do you know no, who no, that no, is? No. Oh yeah, We're, we oh that's we <laughs> we've got a lot to say because there's a lot is, to unpack. Oh. It is it is the most brilliant comedic act I've ever seen. Oh, absolutely, ever. top ten. I it is it is like he is like comedy gold. He is comedy gold, like like you don't even have to write. You can't make it up. No, you <laughs> can't make it up. He's making it up, but you can't make it up. I mean, yeah. I oh my god, Leslie Jones was on um, the Daily Show, and and I love her. Love. Oh her. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's brilliant, yeah. and she did this whole thing on on George Santos, and it is so funny. It is so funny. You know, that is a whole, I mean, that's a whole conversation. Have, I was going to, yeah. I was going to bring that up and we need to talk about it at some point, but I'm sure there's going to be plenty going on next time. Oh yeah. With Santos. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, no, come on. I, I mean, you know, he's done everything. I think there's a he's need done it. to want attention. I think it, I, I, I don't want to go into this, but I think it's more than that. I, th- I think the man is sick. I think he's sick. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I think he's too, sick. It's been too much. There's a difference between wanting attention and everything that comes out of your mouth is a lie. There's a difference. That's true. Yeah, he's just there's a, a, a big pathological difference. liar. Yeah. There is a big difference between what he's doing and somebody that wants attention. Ted Cruz wants attention. Fair. Yeah, I agree. Right. Um, yeah. So, And even Ted Cruz is looking at George Santos going – Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene is like, why don't you sit on the other side of the room? <laughs> you know, he looks like the kid. See, you can't get me going. You can't get me going. I I could go on. We could go on for another hour about this. So we'll make this another we'll make this another episode. <laughs> this will be another episode because uh it just keeps good. going, man. <laughs> just keep going. So no. you know, I appreciate you sharing what's happening in your class. Yeah. I, talking about it and really talking about it. Like really having a discussion about this. Yeah, things. I didn't want to, you know, like do anything on the surface level with it because it's I believe it's important to pass knowledge and information onto the next generation. Like yeah, that's something totally. that I really, really am passionate about, not just like in teaching in general, but like life, life is hard and it's incredibly right. difficult to do it alone. Right. And you know, so, and we have complete, we have come from completely different backgrounds, right? I recognize my privilege. I know that my, I know that my life is just filled with privilege. I mean, the most privileged, I am a white man. Right. Um, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Unfortunately, it's just it's just a fact. Yeah. You know, it's just a fact. 
and um, to talk talk real about struggles that are happening, it's important. It's important to know. It's important to hear about those things and for me to know about those things, right? I don't I don't walk into a store and look over my shoulder. Yeah. Right? I don't. I never have. I've never mm-hmm. had to. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll admit this on I'll admit this on air right now. They probably should have been looking at me when I was young. <laughs> I'm not I gonna mean, give anything else away. I'm just gonna say <laughs> that maybe I was the one they should have been paying attention to. Right, right, but right. I, you know what I'm you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. I mean, you're right. Like I had a literally speaking on that. <laughs> My sister and I had a black ass moment, like oh. literally. So we're driving around. We'll end. We'll end the episode with this. We'll yes, end the this this was my black ass moment for the month. There we go. Not for black the month. ass moment. Maybe we need to have a segment. <laughs> black ass moment. You know. Oh, yes. All for it. <laughs> yeah, we'll come up with a little jingle to play before it, and yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, so we're driving. Um down the street and uh we just wanted to look at some like nice houses right like we literally were just like hey let's let's dream let's see you yeah. know what's possible what's out there and things along those lines of and we're in this very nice neighborhood i'm not gonna say where it is honestly just because i don't want people to like feel any type of way or whatever anyway put, driving. put your thumbs away put your thumbs away <laughs> so we're driving around and we're driving like pretty slow maybe like 15 20 25 max probably right and there's all these like nice houses and we're out in like the suburbs and things along those lines and the thought that ran through my head was a very black thought i can't drive too slow in this area because i don't want the police thinking that i'm casing homes or like the the neighborhood thinking i'm casing houses to rob them I'm just you know, looking at houses. I, you but know, that's a black ass thought. That is, that is, and that's that's real. Yeah, that is not based on your paranoia. That's real. It's just real, and that's something it's that just like, what it is. It's my reality. What it's we have, how what I we're exist in the change. world. That's yeah. right, and it's what we it's what we struggle and are fighting to change. Yeah, right? and it's, it's I don't a, think there's anything. Um, I like I. It's sad. It's sad, but it's also just it's my lived experience and I understand yeah. it. Yeah. But I understand also why people fight against it. Like I fight against it. Of you know, course. It shouldn't be like that. I know it is, but it shouldn't. And I don't that's believe right. it's right. You know? That's right. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's our black ass moment for this episode. <laughs> there you right. go. Wesley yeah. Anthony Clerget and his black ass moment. I, I like it. the sound of it. I like the sound of it too, man. I like the sound of it too. It could be a whole other podcast, right? Let oh me tell you my about goodness. my black ass moments. All right. Well, listen, hey, if you want to get a hold of me, um, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, you should go to the goofyguy.omg.lol. The goofyguy.omg.lol, because that's got all of my stuff on it. That's got my email, that's got my my Facebook, I do have a Facebook page, uh, for the goofy guy. Um, you know, that's, that's just the easiest place to get a hold of me. Cause you can click on one of those links and get a hold of me. No issues. That's the easiest place. 
Yeah, and same for me, actually. The best thing to go is my website, WesleyAnthonyClairje.com. Um, it's Wesley, W-E-S-L-Y. I know there's a lot of you out there that put that E in there. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Don't do it. Um, and it has all my yeah. stuff on there, too. It has uh, both Instagram and, and Facebook and my and I'll make sure on there, too. Yeah, um, and I'll make sure that those links are in the show notes. So check the yeah. show notes out. Those links, are, those links will both be in the show notes. Well, listen, Wesley, I love talking to you. Um, you know, we may have to think about making this more than just an every other week thing. Um, I was thinking that myself because honestly. because we have so much we can talk about and have so much fun talking about. Um, and today, man, we got real today. Yeah, today was real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today was very yeah, real. But that's what was I real. Love. That's yeah, what I love about that was, it. That was great. My, I'm that Kate's gonna have to start listening to this because she'll love it. That's my wife, Kate. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because remember, she doesn't like fluff. She doesn't like small talk. So she likes. We'll have real to talk. have her on. We'll have to have her on. Oh, oh yeah, that'll never happen. okay i just don't see her doing it i just we can ask her we can ask her i just don't see her doing it be fun i think it'd be be a blast i would love to have my spouse on i think it would be a blast but uh she's also an introvert ah so the problem is is that you and i would just run roughshod over her oh yes right because we just we just talk and we talk over each other all the time we interrupt each other constantly (laughs) yeah absolutely but we have fun here i don't know it's a great conversation and totally 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 trust believe absolutely everyone listening in we're doing live shows yeah 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah someday someday hey but thanks for listening we really appreciate it and uh be sure you catch the next episode two weeks maybe a week two weeks the next one will probably be two weeks until we figure out how to do the week sure figure out that sure. schedule eh, i think i got we'll we'll talk <laughs> yeah we'll talk we'll talk i'll talk to you later Aunt wesley all right <laughs> see you Jim. take care everybody